no big deal. Very fancy setup. I mean, it's me. What was he expecting? This is very, very official. It's very official. So what? what's the official status? Would you like to play for the Maple Leafs again next season? Yeah, I would. I think I love the game. I think... Um... He thinks. He's not for sure. He doesn't know for sure, guys. Okay, so that intro was an absolute psych. Jason is not on the show this week, but he will be on a show in the future, the not-so-distant future, hopefully. For those of you who don't know me, you probably don't know that Jason Spezza has been in my life longer than probably everyone except my mom. And um, there was a time that I was pretty sure that I was going to be Mrs. Jason Spezza, and that didn't happen which I'm sort of grateful for because Jason is balding and has four children at 37 years old. And also because it means I still have a chance with Ben Affleck. And, you know, I'm waiting for you, Ben. So if you're listening, which you're not, but I know Jason is, so we're going to talk about him. Um, I had an amazingly fun interview lined up to share with you guys this week, a follow-up to my fun times last week with Tom Bergeron, but I decided to hold back because I'm pretty upset with the world of sports and sports entertainment at the moment, and I wanted to air out these grievances. First of all, I want you to know that I am not in any way, shape, or form angry at one athlete, and that person, that athlete, is Tom Brady, the unofficial sponsor of This Blonde Can Talk About Anything, And um, I'll never be mad at Tom Brady because Tom Brady has never done anything to let me down. Even when he loses, he wins. Moving on. um, Football season is approximately 95 days away, which is way too many days for me. But I'm very excited for football season to come back. And I am so excited to see Tom Brady and teammates, um, you know, practicing and just trying to get better. Tom said today that he does not believe that his team has yet reached their peak. And this is coming off of a Super Bowl winning season. So that leads me to believe that I don't have to be psychic to know that next year, Tom Brady will win his eighth Super Bowl. Why do I think that? Tom Brady has yet to win back-to-back Super Bowls. And so that's pretty much the only thing he has left to prove If my voice is louder and clearer, it's because I got a new microphone. I don't know how to make the controls work yet, but I'll figure it out. This blonde hair comes out of a bottle. Okay, so I wanted to talk first about hockey. Um, I am not an NHL fan. I don't have a team. I have a player. It's called Jason Spezza. So when playoffs roll around, I always hope that Jason Spezza and Jason Spezza only is about to win the Stanley Cup. That didn't happen this year. Um, I wasn't exactly expecting a storybook ending for the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's been 17 seasons of shitting the bed for them. 17 straight seasons. The last time they were in a position to actually move on, Jason Spezza was their opponent. That's how much time has gone on. Jason has now played over 1,200 regulation games, which is pretty incredible. And um, I don't think he's ready to go anywhere. Um, I know that the ages bear um, by the standards of whoever set them. But I just want to tell you, Tom Brady was told at 35 that he'd never see another 
Super Bowl. He's about to turn 44 and has won several of them since then. So I don't think these expiration dates are correct at all by any means. But um, yeah, so this anyway, I don't think it's time for Jason Spezza to retire. I think Jason Spezza has two, maybe even three good years left in him. Sure, he's playing on the fourth line, which is unfortunate. I mean, but for the bulk of his career, he was a first liner. He was a captain. He was an assistant captain and a player who, by all accounts, is beloved by just about anyone who's ever played with him and also by fans. I know for a fact how kind Jason Spezza is to fans because I watched him do it for most of my um, youth and my, my young year when I was a child. Okay. When I was a kid, um, I watched him be so gracious going from a OHL. So for those who are listening, who are not from Canada, um, major junior hockey player to being an NHL star really within a relatively short amount of time. And I was always the proudest person every time he won a game. Um, I was at his first game and I intend to be at his last thanks to COVID. If that game was in fact his last, it means that I've missed it and I'm devastated, but it's not about me. Um, So if you watched the game, you probably noticed that the bulk of the Toronto Maple Leafs seemed to be sleeping for most of the game. Jason Spezza never seemed to stop moving and just, you know, he was all over the place. If you watched that game, you would have thought he was their top center. He's not. He's a fourth line centerman doing the job of, you know, these stars, these Austin Matthews and um, Mitch Marner, what they're supposed to be doing. Jason Spezza was doing that. So before I go any further, it, I've been watching, you know, Mitch Marner and um, Austin Matthews apologize to the city of Toronto on television on a loop for like a couple of days, but I haven't heard either of them apologize to Jason Spezza. Why do they need to apologize to Jason Spezza? Because Jason Spezza showed up, Jason Spezza captained the team without a C on his chest. Now, he may not have a C on his chest, but believe me when I tell you, he's got an S under his jersey, like Superman, Super Spezza. Yeah. Um, These two, this Matthews and Marner, you guys, if you're listening, you're not, but I don't care. You seem to think that you are like runway supermodels. Well, I have a newsflash for you. Jason Spezza, at the age that he is now, and balding and with children, is better looking than both of you combined. You look like a bunch of idiots. It's like you're trying to be Drake. You're trying to be white Drakes. Stop um, culturally appropriating things and worry about what you're doing on the ice, okay? Because I don't really care what brand you're wearing. I care that you show up and you win a game. I care that you show up and you win that game for Jason Spezza, who has pushed you guys to to the limit and catapulted you into the playoffs pretty much single-handedly with the help of a goalie. Um, So I watched Mitch, not Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews in particular really pissed me off during this game because as Jason Spezza realizes that this game is over and he has potentially played his final NHL career game, he hangs his head low in the, in the bench and my heart breaks and my heart is still broken from seeing it because he doesn't know if he's got another chance. He wants another chance, but he doesn't know it's, it's out of his hands. And I see 
Austin Matthews grab a Gatorade bottle and take a sip of water as if the person beside him is not crumbling. And I'm thinking, you have an assistant captain title? Like, who gave you this title? Like, did you get it out of a Cracker Jack box? Cereal box? I don't know. So at the end of the game, you know, they lost. I see Jason shaking hands with everybody on the opposing team that won the game. Now, you know, I'm a big Tom Brady fan, and everybody knows that Tom Brady doesn't shake hands when he loses. So I don't know how Jason did it. I'm a sore loser. I'm like Tom Brady. I lose. I'm walking out of there. I'm, I'm going to the locker room. I don't want to talk to you. And that's it. Jason has this big, gigantic heart that I don't even know how he encompasses in his human body. And he's just so gracious. And he walks off the ice heartbroken. And knowing that if this was, in fact, his final game, I wasn't there. His family wasn't there. Nobody who's been there with him since the beginning could be there to see it end. And we should be. And it's devastating to me to think that I may have watched his final game on television. However, I do think that the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Toronto morons, I almost said, will bring Jason back for a season, at least, if not two. He has two good seasons in him, at least. And I think after that, he'll be ready to be in a coaching position. He's really just so dedicated to hockey. He's really just this player who really didn't do this for money. He did it for just the love of, of what he was doing. Jason is currently making league minimum, which would be like you going from your you know CEO position to working at McDonald's. It's really, he's taken a huge discount for what he's worth. Now, he's proven that on the fourth line, he can play better than your stars. I'm going to exclude Tavares from the neighborhood. Excuse me. Well, yeah, probably that too. I'm going to exclude Tavares from the narrative because he was injured, and I don't think that we can really put the blame on an injured player. But Austin Matthews and his buddy Mitch Marner, they just didn't show up. It was like the Jason Spezza team. He was just trying to fill all the positions, and that's something that no player on any sports team can do. And I'm disappointed that they couldn't pull it together to play as a cohesive unit for Jason alone. Um, but it just didn't work out. Now, do I think Jason will play next season? Yes, I do. Do I think Jason should play for the Maple Leafs? Absolutely not. Um, there, you know, I've heard some rumblings that there is a team in Tampa Bay that's interested in, in Jason Spezza. Now, I've already told you that Tom Brady is going to win the Super Bowl in February of 2022. So traditionally, when Tom Brady wins, or statistically, whatever, when he wins the Super Bowl, the rest of the teams in his city generally go on to win their championships. So Jason, I know you're listening. Go to Tampa Bay. Go to Tampa Bay right now. You will have the best chance of winning the cup because Tom Brady's winning that Super Bowl. If I was Jason Spezza, I would say, fuck this shit and pack my bags and leave. But Jason Spezza is a local kid. It's not even a kid anymore. They just keep calling him a, a, a local kid. A local old man with a dream. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I love you, Jason. I'm sorry. Um, he's a local guy, and he doesn't want to walk away from his home team. And I get it. This is the team he watched growing up. This is the team that he always dreamed of playing on. But I don't think he dreamed of playing on them as they shit the bed every fucking game. Every game that matters. This is the second year in a row that I have to watch this guy hang his head 
when he should be holding it up because he's working his ass off last season in the playoffs. Jason got so frustrated. He started a fight. If you know anything about Jason, I could probably knock somebody out before he could. And when I say I hit like a girl, I mean like a little girl. So I just know that he was really fighting hard to win that cup. And he really, really does not want to retire without being able to prove that he could win one. And I believe he can. I just don't think it's with this team, unfortunately. And he's already said if they don't want him, he'll retire, which means we are facing the possibility that Jason Spezza never plays another NHL game. And it's just it's not even heartbreaking. It's soul crushing for me. You know, like I said, I, I wanted to be Mrs. Jason Spezza. And I think that some small part of me will always want to be Mrs. Jason Spezza. Because when I look at him, I don't see a 37-year-old man. I see that 18-year-old boy that I was like, wow, I'm going to marry him. He's so beautiful. And he's still beautiful because what makes Jason beautiful is not his physical attributes. It's really just his character and how much he loves what he does and loves other people. Tom Brady has admitted that he doesn't know how to use a wrench. Jason Spezza doesn't know how to fix your car, but he will stand outside of it and wait to make sure that you can get home. And I know this because he's done it for me. (laughs) It was more for my mom because, like I said, I was a child back then, a child. So I'm just devastated for what happened with, with Jason and the whole situation in Toronto. I'm heartbroken, not for the team and not for the city, but for that player with that big heart. Um, I hope to see Jason back next season and I will certainly be at the home opener if he is. Um, you know, that's my guy. That's one of my one of my heroes. I mean, you know, I know Jason's going to hear this show, so I'm just going to say it. He's one of my heroes because he inspired me at such a young age to believe in who I could be. And, and I didn't always, you know, believe in myself, but he always did. And he always believed in himself and I always believed in him and he believed in me. And it was just kind of a really magical time for me. Um, you know, and he never was too busy to talk or too busy to stop and give you a hug after the game. And he inspired me to be humble. And he reminded me that humility is a really beautiful thing. And, Sometimes I think we get, we all get carried away with our own egos, except maybe Jason Spezza. I don't think I've ever seen Jason think he's better than anyone else in any capacity. And I've just, he's just so loving and he just really has taught me that if you work hard, you can reach heights that you didn't think you could reach. But when you reach them, it's important to remember to be kind and he's, he's led by example. And I'm always going to remember that about Jason, even when he's not playing hockey, he's always going to be a part of my life. But when Jason Spezza, the hockey player's time comes to an end, my heart will totally be broken. It's going to be like when Tom Brady retires. So beware if Jason Spezza's not playing next season, I'm going to cry a river and I may drown the whole city. Um, yeah. So I'm just devastated. We're going to move on from this before I start crying. Um, so in other news, the WWE, after releasing like seven or eight people, some even legends like Mickey James, like last month or the month before, has decided that they needed to let go of some more talent. And so I'm going to reflect on how I feel about that. I'm going to start with Santana Garrett. Um, 
I don't care. The reason I don't care, never really got into Santana Garrett in any way she performed. So I didn't fall in love with her career in any capacity. And so I will not feel that loss. So I won't miss her. So that's pretty much all I have to say. And then we have someone who nobody expected to be released. Braun Strowman. Or maybe we should call him by his real name now. Adam Schur. Adam Schur, a.k.a. Braun Strowman, made fun of people last year who were let go because of COVID-19. He literally told them that if their dreams didn't pay their bills, they should switch professions. So I wonder what profession Mr. Schur is going to um, pursue now that he um, um, is no longer able to to live his dream. Um, You know. I also I read that tweet recently, and I just wanted to say to anybody who saw that tweet where Braun Strowman, Adam Schur, whatever you want to talk about, said that if your dreams aren't paying the bills, you should um, move on to something else. That's the worst fucking advice anybody could ever give a person. If your dreams aren't paying the bills, continue to dream and work harder. That's that's the real advice. People who tell you to give up on your dreams are people who give up on theirs. And that's just a fact. A very wise man named Brian Cranston once told me that if I was pursuing acting with the intention of being rich and famous, that I should quit right now. And the reality of it is I would rather spend the rest of my life acting and broke and happy with what I'm doing than to get a corporate job, have everything and hate myself. So if you're listening to this, and you thought Braun Strowman had a good mindset, I'm here to tell you that Braun Strowman is an absolute moron. And the only reason he made it in WWE is because he was big and really good at acting like a big moron. And that's all I have to say about that. I'm not at all disappointed about that release. Um, Alistair Black, again, it's not somebody who really affects me, but they just did this whole thing, this whole process of bringing him back. He was on TV as recently as a week ago, and now he's been released. I don't get it, but I can't say I didn't see it coming because his wife, Selena Vega, was like a while back, and usually when one goes, the other's not far behind, and Alistair just never, he didn't have any real good storyline going, and it just just didn't make a whole lot of sense to keep him, I guess, for now. Um, I'm sure he'll turn up somewhere else at some point, and then there's Murphy. A lot of people don't even know who Murphy is, even though he was in WWE slash NXT for, I think, eight years. Murphy is most famous for being Alexa Bliss's boyfriend. And um, apparently he was quite abusive with Alexa Bliss. So, I mean, he shouldn't have been in the company anymore. He wasn't doing anything except acting like a moron alongside, uh, what's his name? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, I like. Seth Rollins as the Monday or Friday night messiah is the most ridiculous concept I've ever seen. And Murphy was his apostle who turned on him and then dated Rey Mysterio's daughter, which made absolute no sense. And then he just kind of vanished. So we should have probably known by the fact that he vanished that we wouldn't see him again. But what is kind of weird is that they're bringing in these new people like Elias has fine Elias is not new but Elias has finally started to gain screen time and Elias was kind of known for being this like singer guy and whatnot except recently this guy showed up what the hell is this who the hell are you (laughs) who am I 
I'm rich. Boogs. That's B-O-O-G-S. Rick Boogs plays in Shinsuke Nakamura on a weekly basis and helps him to steal King Corbin's crown uh, just as often. I don't get it. I don't get it, you guys. Like, King Corbin can't be King Corbin without his crown. Like, literally, they did all this rebranding and now what they want him to be baron corbin again i don't get it i don't even know who rick boogs is i know he's wrestled before but i don't know who he is um who else did they bring in oh they brought in that reginald that guy that was helping carmella with her rebrand except then they decided that they didn't really want to rebrand carmella and brought her back to exactly what she was which is perfectly fine carmella is a draw she's amazing i love her but why did she have to be partnered with this guy just to have him go over to Monday Night Raw with Nia Jax? And he doesn't even really wrestle. So it's kind of obnoxious and annoying. Um, and then, the, you know, they brought in this this guy, Omas, with AJ Styles. I don't even he's like the most unbelievable wrestler, not AJ Omas, but whatever. Um, if they want to spend all this money on these people, that's their business. But then they're letting go of talent that's already there, that's already trained, that's already existed, that's already loved for characters like Rick Books that nobody cares about. And he's like a electric guitar playing Elias. And I don't think Elias has had his guitar recently. Or maybe I just don't pay attention enough to Elias. Um, they let go of two women, two key women. Um, I'm going to go with Ruby Riot first because... Liv Morgan and, and Ruby Riot, of course, affectionately known as the Riot Squad, um, have been split up again. Last year, they split up the, the Riot Squad for, um, by letting go of Sarah Logan. And then they sort of tried to rebrand Liv Morgan and make her into a solo competitor. And I guess they realized it wasn't working. So they brought back Ruby and put them back together. But now they have let go of Ruby and Liv is still on the roster, which makes me wonder how safe her job is because she didn't work out as a singles competitor. And she had a whole rebrand, just like just like Carmella. Carmella, on the other hand, is a proven singles competitor. So she doesn't need a tag team partner. It wasn't really that big of a deal when they released Billy Kay for for Carmella. I am sad that I do miss Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Royce quite a bit, but they're gone, so I can't do anything about it. The one that breaks my heart the most is Lana. Um, I don't even have words. Was she the best wrestler? Maybe not. Was she the most lucrative wrestler? Maybe not. But she had so much heart and so much soul and, and so much passion for what she does. And she gave it more than her all she trained on a weekly basis with tj wilson and natalia and she just really wanted to be good and it seemed like she might actually get a chance at a title with her team part her tag team partner naomi and they just didn't give it to her they really let her down and us down by letting lana go i am going to miss lana so dearly um you know i see people sending her nasty comments that she's ugly that she can't wrestle well they want to say something it's incredibly difficult to even get to where lana was in life and most of the people putting her down have never even tried to get that far in life so 
I'm so proud of Lana. She entertained me. She made me laugh. She made me want to get up and dance. Her clothes, I mean, half my closet is her clothes now because I love her clothes. She's such a beautiful soul. And for those of you who don't know, her real name is CJ Perry. And CJ Perry is a fucking star, period. She's great in her acting gigs. She's just an all-around great person who really deserves success. She can dance like nobody's business. She is magic, pure magic to watch. I absolutely adored the Lana character, but I do look forward to supporting CJ Perry in whatever she does because that girl is so special to me. I'm pretty sure she's going to turn up in AEW with Miro, formerly Rusev, and I think they'll have a good run together. I think they were endgame. They just, I just love them together. So yeah, that, that's pretty much all I have to say about sports. And um, I was, I was going to play this out with something Lana said that really touched me. And I will do that. But first, I wanted to mention something. Some of you have been um, some writing comments on the extra features page saying that you can't leave comments on the, you know, iTunes and um, Spotify and such. If you guys want to leave a comment, you can go to my Twitter, a blonde who talks. I'll spell it A B L O N D E W H O T A L K S. And you can click on the episode and then you can uh, leave your comment there. And someone, if not me, Simon from the Extra Features podcast, will see it. And yeah, we'll be able to do something with it. So if there's a particular person you'd like me to talk to, let me know either by tweeting me a blonde who talks or by going to a blonde who talks and clicking on the episode and leaving a comment and I'll see if I can get them to chat. Um, and also let me know what topics you want to hear about. I love to talk about just about anything. I'm really, really good at talking too much, too much guys. Um, so yeah, um, that's probably all I have to say. Also, for those of you who do read the comments, every week I get a comment from somebody whose name is Bobby. Um, and you may not know this because you don't know me. I've known Bobby for most of my life and I know Bobby really well. And Bobby keeps thanking me for not embarrassing him on my podcast. So I've decided that um, maybe for like small segments every once in a while, I'll tell you guys an embarrassing story about Bobby and there are lots. So hi, Bobby. I know you're listening and I love you from here to the moon and back and you know this. So it's okay that I'm going to embarrass you right now. <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell you guys Bobby's last name. That way you can't find him. It could be any Bobby and there are plenty of people whose names happen to be Bobby. So um, Bobby is, is an idiot. <laughs> and he's very smart in what he's good at, but he's very stupid in like things like education and writing essays. <laughs> so I tried to help him out with that. But the problem is his teacher realized that the essay was a little bit too intelligent <laughs> to, to have come from him and he had to write it again. So it was an essay about natural disasters. And Bobby thought that since his topic was tsunamis, he should write about um, people wearing life jackets wherever they go. Like, imagine that all the time. We're walking around wearing life jackets the same way we're walking around wearing masks now, but life jackets. 
all the time. Because if we wear a life jacket, then we can't drown in a tsunami. I don't even think that he makes any sense, but that was that's what he came up with. And then in the exact same essay, he also said that if you didn't want to get cancer, you should not smoke and instead chew tobacco like the successful English musician Elton John. There is nothing to suggest that Elton John is um, any sort of tobacco, chewing tobacco enthusiast. I mean, I know Bobby was chewing tobacco in high school when he was writing those stupid essays. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. But um, he ended up fa- he got a failing grade on that. I'm not surprised. A few other things Bobby told me. He told me that six million people died on the Titanic. That the snowplow runs from one end of Canada to the other. On a test where it said Christopher Columbus al- arrived in the new fill in the blank, Bobby wrote New York and also asked me if the queen was the prime minister of Canada. Bobby's American, but still, I think he should have known these things. He also refused to stand up for the national anthem. On a, his reasoning was that it went against his religion, but I don't understand what religion that is. <laughs> Maybe, Bobby, you should give me a call and let me know, because I know my phone's probably going to start buzzing as soon as he hears this. But, um, you know, he's a little bit smarter these days, I think. I'm not for sure. But I think he's smartened up. So that was like me embarrassing Bobby stories. And I have more if you guys want them. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, like I said, let me know who or what you want me to talk about at a blonde who talks on Twitter. You guys can keep requesting Hunter Hayes as much as you want. Um, you, this is a Hunter Hayes thing now. You're going to have to go talk to Hunter Hayes and tell him that you want him on the show because he's not listening to me. He wants me to be the one that got away. and. I'm okay with it, but some of you are not because it's like the most liked and shared thing on my Twitter. So yeah, just go tweet him. Tell him that you want him to uh, join me on the Spawn Can Talk About Anything slash with anyone or if you're Tom Bergeron over anyone interrupting anyone. I'm still apologizing to Tom for that, but luckily he accepts it. So that's all that I got for you this week. And lucky for me, I've been chatting with myself. So I have absolutely no one to talk over next week i will have a guest for you and i was just going to come out and say who it was but i've decided that i'm going to hold on to it and tease it throughout the week on twitter so make sure you follow me there again a blonde who talks a b l o n d e w h o t a l k s um i'm going to close out this episode with some pretty powerful words from cj perry formerly known as Lana of WWE. And I also want to close it out by saying thank you, Lana, for everything that you've done. And uh, yeah, these are some very inspiring words that should hit just about anyone right where it needs to. Keep going and keep fighting for your dreams. And maybe one day you can say, I'm the next CJ fucking Perry and be proud of it. Yep, I said that. I didn't call her by her wrestling name because the wrestling name doesn't have anything to do with who she is. So here she is giving you some motivation and I hope that it helps you with the week ahead. Unless of course you happen to be one of the Toronto Maple Leafs whose name is not Jason Spezza because the rest of you, um, I wish that you all get really sick to your stomach 
for the rest of your lives because you're a bunch of jerks. Okay, here's my girl, CJ Perry, and that's all I got. Enjoy. Um, by the way, in case you forgot, my name's Melanie with two L's. And I'll be back next week with a guest. Oh, and P.S. I forgot to mention this because that's literally how much I care about it. Letting go of superstars like Ruby and Lana to to have Eva Marie return to um to wrestling when she doesn't even wrestle is a big, big mistake. Like big mistake. Big huge and um sorry vince but um it's like fetch stop trying to make it happen nobody wants that Eva Lucian. and um yeah so here's lana aka cj perry remember that name with some pretty inspiring words and i hope you hold on to them again thank you for joining into this one can't talk about anything slash this blonde can talk too much. I'd rather attempt to do something great and fail than to attempt to do nothing and succeed.